Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about mental health transformation. I'm excited to welcome Joe Fletcher and Harry Derbitsky, members of the group Transformations of Mental Health from the UK. This group was formed in the year 2020 by author and coach Harry Derbitsky. Now, members of the group share their stories of personal transformation with various mental health organizations, podcasts, and webinars. You can reach them at their website, Mental Health Transformations, and I'll include a link in the description. Welcome, Joe. Welcome, Harry. I'm so glad to be visiting with you today. Yeah, great to be here. Well, let's see. Where should we start? We're so fortunate to be able to have both of you. So, Joe, a little bit about your story. I know you've dealt with chronic fatigue syndrome and isolation and anxiety and phobias and obsessive compulsive disorder and some Asperger's, and that's quite a load. Do you want to start with your story? Yeah, so I was um, sick as a child and um, missed a lot of school. And so I kind of spent a lot of time sleeping and that caused a lot of mental health issues. And so I kind of went through the mental health system and was given various medications and told by doctors that I wouldn't get better and that there was something wrong with my brain. It was to do with my brain. And so I kind of lived life like that for most of my life. And then I discovered a book last year that talked about thought and how we create our reality through thought and that we think it's the outside world creating our issues, whereas actually we interpret it from ourselves. And then that was where I discovered Sydney Banks and the three principles. And then I saw that when he mentioned that we actually all live within mental health, but we just don't realize that. that it was kind of a massive shift for me. And then I kind of realized that actually we are beyond our physical selves and our diagnosis and our labels. There's this power within us that is within the whole universe. And um, some people will call it spiritual. And so that whatever happens, it's always there for us to access it. And we always fall back into that despite everything that happens and it's just that knowing that it's there and I noticed you um, mentioned faith on yours um, podcast and to me faith is that knowing beyond the small intellectual mind to that feeling inside without any doubts or concepts and knowing that actually you will always go back to that and um, they call it mind the intelligence and it's a guide that's always guiding you back to it once you let go of that beliefs and concepts and ideas that you've created and then it's just so much hope that that gives you. And then from that, I was, from the feeling, I suddenly came up with a webinar that Harry was hosting. And I joined that and um, asked a question. And from that, he invited me to the group. And then I came into this group and it was just kind of like, well, it took my breath away how wise these people were. And seeing that actually, despite the suffering they'd gone through, they'd managed to find this inner wisdom that we all have. And they were accessing it and the things they were talking about were just kind of shifting my whole perception of the world. And then I just saw that actually the, the, being grateful for being so lucky to discover this group and discover the people within it and seeing that actually I don't have to suffer. I can still, despite what I'm told by medical health professionals, there is still that within me, the health always there and the light and the beauty. And it's just that that becomes masked by our kind of concepts of thoughts in our minds and the stories we build up. But knowing that actually we can see through that and it's being grateful as well for every little bit we see and every little shift. And then as we shift more and more towards it, we can see more and more. And so, yeah, sometimes you go up and sometimes you go down. But even in the down moments, you know, it's still there behind it all. And that silence of who we truly are and the beauty and it never leaves us. And so we've always got that 
to fall back on and know that actually when the mist clears again, it will be there again. And then that's what they call the true selves, that we will always go back to that true self because that's who we really are. And so knowing that actually everybody has that potential within them, despite whatever they've been told or despite their diagnosis or their beliefs. And then once they kind of feel that and know that actually they will go back to that, it can give people so much hope that actually when their hope's been taken away before, it doesn't need to be. And what I'm good at, Linda, is um, I, I'm good at uh, recognizing that people have transcended mental health scenarios. And but what they lack is they have, they're carrying a past image of themselves, kind of like a loser image. And, and with, within that, I'm good at, at, for each of the members to find their own voice, unique voice. So they're not there, even though I'm the lead coach, they're not there to follow me. In fact, the, the message is exactly the opposite. Don't follow me. Don't follow my words. You, you have the answers Joe says inside of you. And then when you see that connection, to also how thought works, what happens is you step into who you are, which is a course where everybody wants to find out who you are. And within that context, once you find out who you are, you just have to see that you have it. See, Joe had it, but he didn't really believe it. And then he started to share, and with a little bit of help here or there, I said, no, no, we don't need other people. The group is self-sufficient within itself. The vision we're, we're bringing to the field of mental health is mental health is approaching it wrong. Here is proof of the right way to do it. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, so I agree with the wonderful things that you've shared about how what we are and that power to heal is inside of us and we have to bring it out. And the idea of the mental image and coming up with a new mental image. I have also lived through this and had my own personal transformation. So I'm totally on board. Some of our words and some of the descriptions might be a little bit different. But I would like, maybe Harry, could you explain to me, uh, Joe mentioned that there's the, some uh, Sid Banks book, the, the three principles. Can we walk yeah, through those yeah, so, three principles? So the reason the three principles are important is we, we see human beings, clever people have insight mm -hmm. and they go, and they go. And so they take the world a little bit higher, like Bill W took the world a little bit higher in, in addiction or, or other people to keep moving. But when you have principles, they can't be divided anymore. And, and what they are, what they represent is a spiritual psychology, the trinity of psychology. Christ uncovered the trinity of religion, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's always three. And Sidney Banks, William James in, in the 1890s, who's the father of psychology, said, I know there's principles that make psychology into a working science, but I don't know what they are. But I know there has to be them. And Sid, who had a grade eight education, was a welder from Scotland, had an enlightenment experience. And like you, you saw something brand new eyes. He 
But he went right through to the other side, and he saw that these three principles are the original psychology, and they connect the psychological and the spiritual world. You see, the, the present-day psychology is weak because they don't have what you have. Even though you may not understand some of the jargon and stuff that they're talking about, and maybe even don't even, but you have the more important part, the spiritual side. That's the part that, that's where the healing is. But the psychological side deals with thought and with, because we're thinkers and how we use thought, right use of thought, wrong use of thought. You know where the wrong use of thought goes. And it works exactly the same way with the right use of thought. So all Joe figured out was, I don't have to believe these past images of what life is telling me, what urges and what, what, what these depressions and stuff. It's coming from my thought. And he saw something else. He connected it to God. So that connection are the three principles. Right okay. use of thought. The right use of thought. Okay. And what's the okay. other? Okay. The other t mind is just a psychological word for God. Mind is a psychological word for God. Okay. Okay. So is yeah. that the second principle? Okay. So so within that, so we have the supreme force of healing. Okay. Source, and within that, the important thing is to connect to. Oh. It's it you. You're part of that. Okay. So you're part of the, the healing power of God, the love of God. You're part of that. You're not separate from it. It's, it's a universal ball of consciousness, awareness that, that we are spiritual beings who have the spirit within, and we are thinkers. And in the human element part of it, and within the human side of it, we have personal thought, which is always changing, and God thought, constant, always constant. God thought is constant. Okay. That's right. And you go to the constant for the healing. So that's all I point people towards, because that's what healed me. And I've never had a mental illness or stuff like Joe has and stuff like that. And I've never taken a psychology course, yet I'm the lead coach for mental health transformation. Because I don't need to know the psychology of what the world believes in. I have to know how it works. Like, how, how, how does this, your, your mind, eh? How is that connect to God? Don't you want to know that? Do I want to know that? Yeah. Yes. So does everybody else. So that universal truth, see, it's a truth. You are connected to God. And when you see that you're plugged in by the right use of thought or the wrong use of thought, guess what happens? Then you're in a good place. And when you're in a good place, how do you think? I think the right kind of thoughts, I guess. I guess so. Okay, and so, how do you think when you're in the wrong place? Uh, not good. Puts me in a bad place. And Joe will tell you that your feelings are the barometer to indicate to you the quality of your thinking. 
So you got a lousy feeling that's created from the origin of a lousy thought. Okay. So did we get through all three of those? The three universal principles. Universal mind. Universal mind, okay. God. And your innate wisdom within. Because you're connected to it. You have consciousness, which is an awareness that life is spiritual. And it's also a world of thought. Okay. Thought is the creative force, along with consciousness, that creates your psychological reality. Example, you're in a car rush and you're in a hurry to, 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 uh, to get to an appointment to pick up uh, your child or something like that, and mm-hmm. you're stuck in it, and, you, and you're just in a state of panic and all this type of stuff. And your feelings are telling you, why don't you just relax? You're not going to go anywhere anyway. When you relax, you turn on some music, you say, well, this is actually a beautiful feeling. What happened? You changed thought. Changing our thoughts. That is so powerful. It's something that sounds easy, and in a way, it's very difficult, but it makes a very big difference to be able to learn how to change. Well, congratulations, Joe. That's fantastic. Now, as you've been working with these members of the group, some of the issues that people are dealing with are quite severe. Acute depression, acute anxiety, acute addiction. Right. You know, the whole hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I don't deal with any of that. What do you mean you don't deal with any of that? What does that mean? I'm just talking to their spiritual. I talk to their wisdom. Okay. I talk to their beauty. See, John was the first member. He's a he's a he's a devout Christian and and has has beautiful beautiful feeling. But he was nowhere until he, I I said to him, "You realize how beautiful you are." And he went like this. I'm not kidding. I I shouldn't do the funny face, but I'm going to do it again. He went like this for three minutes. <laughs> he couldn't accept that he was. Be- and then all of a sudden, a smile came off his face. Really? And he accepted that in a few minutes? Well, he had a realization. He's beautiful. That's lovely. That transformation is very important. When I was going through my transformation, I couldn't have done it in three minutes, even if I pulled a funny face. It took a long time to be able to convince my mind that the things, those thoughts that were going through my head were not true. And it, it, it was a process. So do you go through a process or do you just tell them the truth? And then if they have an awakening moment, then they're in? Oh, yes, that's 100% correct. First of all, I'm a good judge of horse flesh. So so, So I'm looking for people, not only who've had transformation, but can soar into higher levels of consciousness. Like you, you can soar. Yes, I can. Yeah, I know you can. There's feelings. And so that's the requirement. So people, Joe was the image of hyper, uh, a lot of people had funny opinions of him, but I didn't pay any attention to that. I just saw that this guy had, had 
insight and he could show it. And then we went where we went. It's not up to me where Joe goes. No, it's up to Joe where Joe goes. And, and up to you where you go. Very true. Yeah, yeah. So you're not, I don't want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to Linda. To the Fair truth enough. within. You and Joe said very clearly, right, Joe? Why don't you talk a little bit, Joe? Yes, Joe, I'd love to hear some more. So did Harry talk to you and tell you that you were wonderful and you believed him or what helped? Or you said you started with the book. Did you read the book first? Uh, yes, I did, yes. Okay. Yeah, and then I um, saw Sidney Banks' name mentioned in it. So I typed his name into YouTube. And that was when I was um, just saw, wow, how amazing it was and how it explained the whole human experience and how we get into the mud and create these problems and they're actually the keys within us. And so it kind of completely shifted me because before I used to always be a negative person and I'd like to speak to my mum and she'd say positive things, but I just wouldn't buy it. And I would just kind of say, yeah, yeah, it's just saying it. And it's when you kind of touch that inside of yourself and you see that actually it's not true what you're made up. And it's when you hear, when they say you hear beyond the words, so it's not an intellectual hearing or an intellectual understanding it's when it goes past that and it touches that feeling and then the feeling comes out within you and the feeling's within yourself and it's, it awakens what's within you, already there in every human. But it just, I mean, they use the metaphor of asleep, don't they, and awake. And it's like that, really. You're kind of drifting through the world, kind of almost in a daze, believing the outside to be all there is and the reality. And it's when you go inside and then you actually see that. I mean, when we say spiritual, it's kind of the unknown. It's the, the thing that's behind everything that's before what we see and perceive with the senses. And it's when we touch into that and then it comes out as that beautiful feeling within us. And it's beyond what we conceive and conceptualize about it. And it's knowing we're so much more than what we think we are and so much more powerful. And we are one of the greater whole. And when you say God, it's kind of like God is everything for really in form every kind of thing in the universe and that we're actually part of that and we're one within the greater. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, that no, no one person is greater or lesser than another person because we're all part of God, we're all part of the universe. And it's so when on, you know that. So on the outside, we're different. Mm -hmm. you, you're a woman, I'm a man, mm -hmm. Joe's, and Joe and I are different. But inside, we're all the same. By all the same, you mean connected to that power all the same, right? Because same, my thoughts yeah, right. and my feelings and my experiences are still going to be very different from Joe's yeah, or yours. That, that's the human. That's the human. Okay. So you, you, want to, you want to understand the spiritual condition and the human condition and see that they're interconnected. Okay. And hopefully being in harmony, right? Well, if in harmony, then the indigenous teaching is in harmony. And then you are connected to the circle of life. That's lovely. And so just by your your method is kind of just teaching some principles. And then as people choose to accept those principles, then they kind of heal within themselves. Is that kind of correct? Is that the way that you're correct. working through kind things? Correct. But I, when I'm teaching most, see, I was an original student of Sidney Banks. So on Salt Spring Island in the 70s, and he, ta he talked about it's a spiritual reality. You have a spiritual identity. So I talk a lot about that. The psychologists, there's a lot of psychologists 
in three principles, and they talk more about thought creates feelings. And then when you start to see that, you solve your problems because you're not blaming the past or objects or circumstances. You see it's coming from your, from your thinking. It's like in the, when there was that car, you know, traffic jam type of thing. Just like that, you change your thought. And when you change your thought, you're not going to go through the depression or the anxiety. But you're not in control. What you are in is you are adapting to the flow of life. So to use your word, so that you're in harmony with God or mind. Harmony with mind. Okay. That's your natural state. Your natural state is your healing state. There's no formula, Linda, to how you had a transformation. I don't can't take you into a transformation. But you know, your heart is good, your mind is pure, with purity. You're going to have a very good chance to experience love. And when you experience love, it tastes a lot better than misery. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, I am very pleased that your group got together, that you are helping and supporting each other, and that you're also able to share your messages to help other people. And I hope that others are able to grasp on and to be able to make that instant transformation. So thank you, Joe, and thank you, Harry, for being here and for sharing and for reaching out to be able to help others. And I am delighted for your success. Well, in closing, I'd like to share a quote by American author and journalist, Germany Kent. She said, never underestimate the power you have to take your life in a new direction. Today, I invite you to trust in your own power to take your life in a new and better direction. See you next time on Linda's Corner.